Hey friends, I'm Julie Holmquist, and you are listening to Kairos Moments Podcast. It's all about the specific moments within time that God has created for something significant to happen. It's time to stop playing safe in your faith, time to lean into your calling, and time to put bold action behind your God-given dreams. It's time. Let's do this together. Hello, hello, friends. Have you ever met someone who just exuded confidence? I'm not talking about cockiness. I'm talking about genuine confidence. They are an inspiration to be around. Where do you think that comes from? What makes one person confident and another one not? Is there some secret sauce that only a special few find? Is it something they do that involves looking in the mirror and reciting daily affirmations? Just like you, there have been times that I've walked in complete confidence, for sure. There have also been times when I didn't feel confident, but I acted like I was. And of course, there have been times when I have been afraid and I've backed down. It's been like that for me in chasing God and his dreams for my life. I found myself in this cycle. See if you can relate. I would start off confident. I thought I heard God. I was moving forward. I would encounter something difficult or hard or hurtful, and I would pull back. It was a cycle I was constantly in, starting, sputtering around, stalling out, and finally stopping. Matter of fact, as I was working as an intern for a well-known ministry based out of California, the leader of the ministry gently confronted me with the disconnect, this very disconnect she was seeing in my life. She told me she saw me as a truly confident woman going after it, but then something would happen and I would back down. I would retreat. Man, that did not feel good, but she was right. It was a sucker punch to the gut. I felt exposed. I felt vulnerable. It was then that I felt like God was drawing me into a more intimate relationship with him and having him affirm my identity, not based on how good I am, how great I am, how awesome I, how awesome I am at this or that. It's more of him affirming my identity based on who he is. What is confidence anyway? Well, I looked it up in a couple dictionaries, and I want you to indulge me for a minute because I am a word girl, capital W word and lowercase word. Anyway, the point I want to make is this. In both the Noah Webster's 1828 Dictionary and a modern-day online dictionary, the word confidence is primarily defined as trusting or relying on the integrity, stability, or veracity of another. Both dictionaries say similar things as their first definition. It's only in the second definitions of both dictionaries that we see that confidence could also mean trusting and relying as applied to one's own abilities. Confidence has more to do with who or what we're putting our confidence in outside of ourselves. It's not something we can just manufacture or muster up. Only when we are able to see that our genuine confidence can only come from God, then we will have confidence in who he's called us to be and in what he's called us to do. We all know the story of David and Goliath. 
So let's take a look at 1 Samuel 17. Let's see what it can tell us about confidence. I found three points that stood out to me in this story, and I hope they help you become confident in your calling as well. So when you're walking in your calling, when you're chasing him and his dream for your life, when he asks you to do something that is outside of your comfort zone, bigger than you, and even seems more like an impossibility, you too will encounter some giants. These giants want to steal, kill, and destroy your confidence. They will taunt you with, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? You can't, you can't, you can't. You may be tempted to agree with what's being said. You may be tempted to give up before you even start. But when you move past status quo and go after what God's called you to, just know this. Satan takes notice. He taunts you with your past. He teases you that you're small and insignificant. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy that seed of a dream in your heart. The dream that says, I can. The dream that says, God has called me to this, and no matter what, I will be faithful to it. He wants to steal it because he knows if he can do that, you won't do any damage to his kingdom. If you're not walking in confidence, you are not a threat to him. So back to 1 Samuel 17. We're all familiar with this story, right? For 40 days, the Philistine giant Goliath shouted at the Israelites, defying them and challenging them to a fight. Saul and the Israelites were so afraid. They were terrified. It says that whenever the Israelites saw Goliath, they ran away because they were afraid. During this time, David went back and forth between the sheep and the battlefield. When he brought his older brother's lunch, he asked what the reward was for the person who killed the giant. His older brothers were infuriated. They basically accused him of having wrong motives for being out there. And it finally got back to Saul what was in David's heart. And Saul said to him, You are not able. You can't. You are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. So David is contending with his older brothers who don't believe in him, and they, they're making false accusations about him. He was also contending with the resistance from his leader, Saul. Saul was telling him he can't. So I want to pause here, and I want to ask you, who are you contending with? What are you contending with? Are you contending with people who are accusing you of things that are wrong? Are they accusing you of wrong motives for doing something? Are you contending with someone who repeatedly tells you you can't? David's reply to Saul was, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. So point number one I want to make is David was remembering what God had enabled him to do in the past. God was building David's confidence when he empowered him to kill the lion and the bear. 
He was building his confidence in order to prepare him for this moment of killing Goliath. We have to remember our history with God. When we need confidence, we need to remember how God has empowered us to fight. How God has empowered and anointed us to do what he's called us to do. One of my mentors back in Colorado told me a story once. She was a Bible study fellowship leader, and she she applied to be in that position, and they accepted it. But she knew that she wasn't qualified necessarily to be in that position. She knew there were other people that could probably better fill those those responsibilities, who could teach the Bible better. There was someone who was more um, personable. She was an introvert, but God put her there. She even had one of the women come up to her and say, you know, I think I would probably be a better fit for this role. And her response was this, and this stuck with me for years. She said, that may be, you may be a better teacher. You may be more sociable than I am, but God has put me here. I mean, that probably stopped that woman in her tracks, right? So we need to remember how God has empowered us and how God has anointed us to walk in the specific calling that he's called us to at this moment. Okay, finally, Saul agreed to send David and he tried dressing him in his armor. David said to Saul, I cannot go in these because I am not used to them. So he took them off and grabbed his staff and chose five smooth stones from the stream. The point I want to make here is David couldn't use someone else's armor. He had to go with what he was familiar with. He was used to a slingshot in those smooth stones. God had been preparing him all those years to defeat that giant with those weapons. We cannot walk in anyone else's gifts or anyone else's calling. We have to do what God has been preparing us to do. We cannot look at other women, look at other people and say, I want to do exactly what she does. God has anointed her at this time in her life to do this specific work. You have to go with what God's anointed you to do. We cannot compare. We cannot keep comparing our gifts, our talents, our skills, our abilities, our anointing, how that looks in comparison to everyone else. We're not going to imitate other people. We can um, be inspired by them. We can learn from them, but we cannot walk in their anointing. We have to walk in what God's anointed us for. Okay, so the third point I want to make is this. In verse 48, it says, As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. So the third point I want to make is this. Confidence runs toward the battle, not away from it. Confidence runs toward the enemy. Confidence is proactive. We're not reactive. We're not living reactively. If the enemy does something and we react, no. We know our calling. We know the anointing God's placed on our lives, and we go after what he's asked us to do. 
And I just want to say here, there are no small callings or giftings or dreams in God's eyes. Even the ones that we deem as insignificant, they are huge in God's eyes. God has anointed you for such a time as this. Walk in the anointing and be empowered in what he's called you to do. I read a quote recently, and I don't remember where I saw it, but it says, confidence doesn't compete. When you're confident in what God's called you to do, there's no competition. You set your face forward, you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, and you run your race. You run it to the best of your ability. I would hate to get up to heaven and and say, I'm sorry, I didn't do what you've asked me to do because I wasn't like so-and-so. I wasn't a Christine Kane. I wasn't a Lisa Turkhurst. I wasn't a Lisa Bevere. Insert whosoever name, but he's asking you to do something with what he's given you. So don't waste that. Be confident in how he's created you. Be confident in how he's anointed you. Be confident in your calling. Be confident and run toward the battle and not away from it. Live a proactive life that takes ground from the enemy and is victorious in giving it back to the kingdom of God. All right, friends, I hope this is encouraging to you. I want you to get out there and start moving in the good stuff that God has prepared for you to do. See you next time.